episode three of the Workflow Podcast. In the shed today we have independent artists from Dublin, Hidden Faces. Hello, this is Greg. How are you? Welcome down to the shed, man. Cheers, man. Thanks for having us. Nice to have you down. It's lovely and cozy in here, I'd say. It's nice and warm. You're the and second nice person to say that now, and this shed is normally a fridge on every other day. Considering <laughs> it's it's and yeah, like it's it's quite cozy. I might take off my jumper to be honest with you. Well, man, I'll get to keep the PG for the show, man. I'll get taken down. <laughs> no visuals, man. No visuals. Um, yeah, man, it's it's nice to catch up with you again. I haven't seen you in a while. I know you're a while now, but I haven't seen you. I haven't. Yeah, it's jeez, I actually can't remember the last time I seen you. I think it was on my birthday, like last year. I think yeah, and then before that, then it was like the start of COVID when everybody was chilling the gaff down to me yeah, and yeah. used to head out to his den. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. ages, man, ages. Been too long, anyway. But yeah, I was, may as well just jump straight into it. And I know I say this every episode, and it's getting repetitive now. And I've probably to think of new ways to say this. But uh, how did you kind of get into your creative field? Like, what's your your influences? Like, was it coming from the creative family, or, or were you the first one? Like, in, like I know with me from such a big family, though, I'm the first one that kind of went down any kind of creative endeavor, endeavors. But uh, yeah, what? How did you kind of get into this, and how did you start off? Uh, it's like there's a few different instances where like, I remember like art being like introduced into my life the earliest one is like when I was like, six or seven or something my ma brought me into the National Gallery and was like you're not going to school today got me a load of pencils sketchbook and was like come on we're going in um, and she just like sat me down in front of the paintings and was like draw this one draw this one draw this one and um, I was just like at the time like yeah no problem I don't have to go to school today to do junior infants and maths um, so just did a lot of drawings and all there's one painting there I can't remember it's at the end of the big hall in the National Gallery the big lightning ultra um, and I like to this day I still go into the National Gallery and be like stand there and just be like holy like this is fucking amazing man <laughs> um, and like I've seen it probably about 50 times at this stage um, that was like the earliest thing and I remember like I'll say it to my man now and I'm like man like I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for that um, but like create a monster uh, yeah <laughs> do you know what you've done man um, but like the first time I like got proper into like anything creative was I was in Poland with um, my nanny and my cousin and I got like these new, like pair of DCs or whatever and there was graph on the box and my cousin was like, oh, here, sure, give us a go and had a marker and did like a tag on it. And I remember being like, holy shit, what did you just do? Like, it was so flowy. Like, it was a nice hand. It wasn't just a scribble. It was like, yeah. he's, he's done a hand though before. Like, Witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, just crispy, man. And um, I remember being like, what's that? So I got really into graph um, at like 12 or so. And like, that was it, man. Like, I... Like looking at all graph books, going to HMV, buying the little like graph world books and all like that type of stuff. Um, subway, subway art books. Yeah, subway art and all, man. And then you'd see like the one page that has a Dublin, um, a Dublin page on it and all. But um, yeah, like just into graph and wouldn't have ever been into painting like in terms of like a classical style. It wouldn't have been like like vandalism and stuff like that. Like um, yeah. so like that more so. But um, and then like just went went through school, did art in school because. Obviously, like I, I taught myself as a bit creative and stuff, um, like did graph for my leaving cert project. Like that was my piece was just a big massive piece. Like from my, I got great graded on it was savage, um, and so just like I was, I was into that, and then went to college for games design and complete opposite of being creative because it's very much like you know code and everything else. Very technical. Um, very technical, like staring at a screen for twelve hours and waiting for a semicolon to turn into a full stop to make your code work. <laughs> like not very uh, inspiring. And I, there was a module in it that was like animation and design. And that was my first introduction to Illustrator. And I remember just being like doing whatever. And the the professor or whatever was like, oh, everyone has to do this assignment where you create your own uh, spirit um, or your own sprite. And I was like, yeah, cool. I have a character from graffiti that I've created myself. 
did it up on Illustrator and came over and was like, where did you get your reference images for this? And I was like, oh no, I just made it up. And he was like, what, what do you mean you just made it up? And I was like, oh, like I have a, like this is a character I draw. And he was like, you should do more of this. And I was like, what? And he was like, you should like really look into doing this type of stuff. Like you're really good at it. And I was like, the wrong place, I was like oh, okay, cool. So then like finished college, um, second year, I never went back because I was just like, games development is not what I want to do. Like man, today on the screens, all day just, yeah. It's just not fun, like, you know what I mean? Um, oh, I get that as well. Look, I think with the, with a lot of, like, development side of things as well, you do think you're going to be going in and, and doing all these cool fucking sword fight, all this mad shit, like, and at the end of the day, then you're literally just doing a lot of code then. And, like, I mean, it does translate into the visual side of things, but all that code and stuff as well, like, it can get very boring for someone who's more, like, crazy. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, definitely, because you're... And like it's repetitive as shit, man. Like it's yeah. it's so repetitive. A lot of it's copy and paste. Yeah, like, like a lot of, you, you do one like line of code, and then it's like, right, this works here. Now we can just copy and paste that into the next character. Into yeah, the yeah. Next and environment into the next whatever. Yeah, it's just a lot of busy work, and then at the end of it, you get someone like doing a three sixty or something. Like it's not, yeah. it's not whatever. But um, yeah. So finished finished up in college after second year, and then kind of just laboured and did whatever kind of jobs because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then one day, um, so I can't remember who said it to me. He was just like, why don't you try paint something? Because like. I was obviously into writing letters and all, and I was like, why don't you just try painting something? So I, like, did my first and only ever oil painting, and, um, like, painted this, like, sky with, like, mad pinks and blues and all that. Oil as well, fuck Oh, yeah, man, like, I didn't, re- <laughs> didn't realise, you know, you had to use linseed inside oil or anything like that. I just, like, this canvas was so heavy at the end of it. Like, I yeah, used it's so probably much. still wet. It's probably, oh, hasn't dried to this day. I'd like, say three weeks, four weeks later, I'd go up to it and touch it and be like, why is it still wet? It's like, <laughs> why is my fingerprint all over this painting? From me just testing if it's still wet, like... It's somewhere in the house, in my mom's house now at the moment, but from there, man, I was just like, oh, this is really enjoyable. Like, this is like doing graph, but I'm sitting in my house listening to a few tunes rather than like, oh, what's that light over there? Like, um, So, yeah, so like that was, that's kind of got me into it. And then from there, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, this is this is the thing I want to pursue. Um, And it was really nice because after leaving college, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I had no... I was like, I'll just work and see how it goes. Yeah. And then found art and was like, oh yeah, it, this is what I'm doing. Like, 100%. Yeah. And you can see like, for, like obviously I know you and I know your work as well a while, but you can really see you have your own distinct style. And I think for anyone who's kind of seen like, I don't know, if there's any anyone who's listened to this and then they go and check out your work for the first time, they'll see maybe like one face or something like that. And then, but the more you look at it, you see, it, it. I mean, the name is fairly self-explanatory <laughs> as well. Like, it's hidden faces. Like, yeah, the more yeah. you look at it, the more they kind of start to appear as well. But your artwork is, like, it's it's very full-on. It's very busy kind of artwork. And you can really see the graph influence as well coming through from all your early life as yeah. well, all the way into this. Like, But at what point did you kind of start to say, like, obviously, you were developing your style. And I, I think everybody's style is constantly developing. And, like, it, it has to start somewhere. Like, at what yeah. point did you kind of start on? alright oh, this is the kind of style we wanted to go with like and this is how I'm going to do all my future paintings are like pieces it all it all kind of like naturally started like bringing it back to graffiti like characters I was always really inter- interested in like there's this um writer um DBC and like she was one of the first writers that I really got mad into because she did characters and it was like this is mad so it's always been like kind of faces and stuff like that like people and you know stuff with relevance um, to everyone and so I just draw faces and like I had this cartoony face that I used to draw all the time and literally just from drawing it over and over again, trying different things and doing certain things, it developed into the like the kind of circle as a cheek and then the circle as the face. Um, and like there's an artist, uh, Salvintus, he draw, does like a lot of one line work, um, like 
he massively influenced like the way the face is because it's all one line um, and it's just slowly has developed into like when I first started doing the faces it was all black and white scribbles because I didn't know how to fill them um, yeah. like I didn't know what way to do colour in it I didn't know what way to make it so that this line that doesn't actually close off can be a, that kind of line and fill it with colour still um, so yeah like you said though, it is constantly developing and it's constantly yeah. getting getting different ways and everything but it's, yeah it's just just constant over the years it's, it's, all you can see as well like from the kind of very first time I started to discover your work was it's gotten a bit more technical as well like you can see there's a lot more like symmetry in certain pieces as well and I suppose it's just how you approach the work and, and what the brief is that you set yourself like commissions aside but you can really see that it's starting to kind of take shape more in the latter years than from when I first seen it anyway like it's, it's getting, it's getting very technical now as well like without it going back to like your coding side of things and all like where it's like fucking boring and technical like but you can really see that there's a shape and a structure and everything like and I don't know maybe it's just how I look at it as well like but um, yeah that's that side like I'm just I don't know you were saying like you were using oil at the start like and you didn't realise how heavy it was and your work is very busy and like would you consider like what would you consider yourself like would you consider like I don't know not one trick pony like but would you consider yourself like a mixed media artist It'd be mixed media, like it's all based mainly in acrylic because like everything starts in acrylic painting, like it's it's all base layers in acrylic and everything else and then as the painting develops it'll, I'll be like oh yeah I need to put a little bit of spray paint in this or I need to put whatever it is so like I'm I'm not confined to oh this is only in acrylic painting and that's all I'm ever using, um, like I'll use Poscas and, and draw everything on it, like do you know what yeah. I mean, like it, it doesn't matter as long as it'll make a mark on the canvas, um, I, I'll use it. Now, mind you, I haven't used oil since that <laughs> since that event because I was like, you know, what? yeah, I was just like, oil is great. You can do great blending and all with it, but like, I just don't have the time to be like, all right, that's that's dry now. We'll we'll leave that for a day or two. Like, yeah, like when I paint, when I paint them, like I'm getting this done now. Like I'm getting this. Like, oh, the red isn't dry yet. It doesn't matter. It can bleed into the next color. Sorry. Um. So yeah, I'm. Yeah, it is very. It's it's very time consuming. Like I tried oil once or twice and like. It's safe to say that they're in the bin. They they went in the bin very shortly <laughs> after. Like I, I don't know how anybody how anybody kind of uses it. Like, but um, when you're kind of approaching a certain piece, like, and it doesn't have to be any in particular. Like, but <clears throat> how do you set yourself like a brief? Like, how does it kind of start? Do you just just get a look at dot on the canvas or on the page or or what is it, and then develop from there? Or do you kind of come up with a structure first? No matter what it is, like or how stripped back it is, like how how do you kind of piece everything together? It all comes like it all. They are is, like very very complex paintings. It all comes very much um just like off the top of the head, like 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 any time I've ever tried to develop an idea, I have my head on paper and sketch it out and do multiple different editions of it and like do rough work and like real fine work and whatever. Um, it always comes out in a way that I'm just not happy with. Like I'm just like this is too tight. It's not natural. It's not. There's no expression in this. There's no movement in it it's all just very much straight lines and they're all meeting at certain points and it's just it's to me it just doesn't work um so everything i do that i'm happy with and that like i actually am like oh yeah i'm actually i'm happy with how this paint has um turned out it all comes off just a blank canvas and i'll like i'll paint the background and then be like oh the background kind of looks like this and i'll like start like getting the bottom of the brush and um, like the other end of it and just like scr- scratching into it and be like oh that kind of works and then i'll paint for four hours and then be like do you know what this doesn't really look that great. So I'll just like paint half of it and that be like... That have been done four hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, we're back to where we were. Um, so it's all just like off the top of the head and anytime it is natural, I just feel like it's pure planned and then I, I don't like it because it just, it's, I don't know, it's not organic like, and like even with commissions and stuff, I've been lucky enough, for the most part, with any commission that um, I've got off of anyone that 
it they've just given me complete freedom on it like it was like oh could you use purple maybe because i like purple but yeah. other than that it's just like do whatever you like because it's your style at the end of the yeah, day yeah exactly and like i'm i'm so happy that that's the way it's perceived with everyone that I, no one's like oh well can you actually draw my dog in your style yeah <laughs> and I'm like, nah, probably not it's not gonna look like your dog but yeah but um it is what it is like it's what yeah, it yeah is exactly what you get like, as well like like, like you could ask for a face and I, I don't know I could be feeling like painting a little landscape or something today yeah. and the flowers are all faces like who knows that's yeah that's a, it, that's the thing as well like I think that the more you look into it the more you're like that line has 10 faces in it anyway. now that that's there like what the fuck happened there um, yeah and like with commissions as well like uh, because you seem to get quite a few commissions and, and like over the last few years you're a bit more limited with, with commissions and compared to your own pieces as well like when, when you're painting by yourself you have the freedom to kind of go and do whatever you want for as long as you want. But yeah. with commissions, there's not necessarily a time, like deadline with it as well, but there has to be a point where you're like, this is done. Like, what, how do you, you have to, how do you define done like when it comes to a piece? Like when you, and it can be for commissions, like obviously commissions is like, right, this is what was in the brief, checked all the boxes. It's under my style, but when it comes to your own piece as well, and you're like, right, now it's, done and I want to share it like on social media across the world or whatever like, yeah, yeah. What, how do you what's done for you like? uh, I know when a painting's done is when I'll just stare at it for like four hours Yeah, I'll look at that and I'll be trying to analyse it be like what can I add to it but not add to it that it's going to be like <laughs> I don't know fuck this now Um, I'll just literally like this, when I when I, when I know a painting is done I won't sleep for two days or so because I'll just <laughs> I'll go to bed and I'll be like yeah it's time to go to sleep and then I'll be like oh I'll just look at my phone for a minute and I'll look at it for two hours on my phone. Overanalyzing. Like, yeah, literally just like staring at every corner of the paint and being like, could I add something here to make this better or whatever? And then I'll be, I'll just go downstairs and look at it. Um, and then I'll be like, right, she's about, I've got to work in like four hours. Uh, I better go to sleep. Like, yeah. Um, so that's when I know a paint's done. When I when I don't want to touch it. When yeah. I'm like, when I'm like, okay, right. If I put another like single white line on this, it's gonna fuck it. It's um, coming in the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming <laughs> in the bin. It took me 30 hours to get here, Scalpel but... through the middle of it, and that's it. This is gone. It's now um, an expressive piece of art, like... Yeah, so essentially, it's, it's pretty much when you, you look at it for long enough yourself where faces start appearing that you didn't paint on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, shit, that actually does look like... Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll fix that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nice now. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think, look, with a lot of... A couple of questions I wanted to ask you was, like, with a lot of the work that you've been doing and there is a lot like you've, you have a high volume of work um, and the amount of commissions that you have coming in as well um, what kind of shows have you been involved in in, in the past because I know there's a, there's a lot of open calls across Dublin and Ireland and it can be very selective it is hard to get into them but is there, is there any ones that kind of stand out that, that you were involved in like that was in, like an enjoyable process yeah, as well, yeah. like. I've actually only ever uh, displayed work once publicly um, like I've only been painting maybe four years or so and like I'm absolutely delighted I got to display a piece there in the Scoop Foundation charity auction in Hensteed Studio and that was um, only recently though wasn't it was, uh, it was only like geez, it must be like a month ago or so maybe yeah. maybe two months ago and um, that oh man that was like that was such a mad feeling to see people interact with something that I'd spent like I don't know how many hours on it like in back of my house and then there's people come up to me and like oh my god I love your work and I'm like oh my god thank you so much like yeah. I've like I, it means so much and like Instagram is amazing for like getting feedback and so social media just in general but um, like having that interaction and it being the first interaction of someone being like seeing my paint and being like this is um, I was like blown away I was like thank you like, you kind of don't know what to do you yourself, don't know what like, to do yeah. like, like I get me like messages being like oh I love your work and I'm like oh thank you so much I really appreciate it and I do 100% because yeah. that's taking time out of their day, their day that they don't have to like you don't have to message someone yeah. and be like I love your work you don't 
like it's just but then people do and you're like oh my god like thank you makes it all worthwhile as well then yeah, yeah like you, you, when you get feedback and as bad as it sounds like when you get feedback off social media it does make you feel good because you're like oh yeah the thing that I'm really passionate about other people can interact with like it, it they can like get relevance in it um but when someone actually came up to me in person and said that, I was just like, God, like this is crazy. So yeah, like that, it's the only time I've ever displayed our public and like I hope to do a lot more in the future. Like you're saying, my open calls and stuff, I've uh, I've been submitting to them and just whatever for whatever reasons haven't got into them. But um, just keep trying, like because like one of them will accept yeah. one day and then it'll just build from there. They're not they're not gonna dry up anyway. Like, they're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not gonna dry up. And I think. Looking at your work as well, you've you've enough to to submit to, to pretty much all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we got a cover. We got I just got covered. A, got taught me head there as well. Just when when you were saying, look, it's hard. Like when you're at an exhibition, like and you have a piece in it, it's hard to. Oh, I only ever done one. Like and it was an illustration for like the on the repeal the eighth. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like one. The, I don't know, the, not a charity show, but like a awareness show. But I found myself. I was kind of like, I was taking it all in, and I was I was happy to be involved. Like, but. Uh, do you ever see like that the shack meme where he's like behind the tree? Like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like kind of peeking out. Like I kept almost like I kind of got lost in it as well. Where I was like looking at my piece, like to say like who's looking at that? Like you know, it's someone looking at it. It's like I'm constantly <laughs> looking at that like, validation. Like yeah, um, yeah, no, no, but like it really is like that. Like like when we first got there, there was no one really there, and I was literally just standing there, like taking it all in, being like, oh, that person there, I've looked at for five years. I love their work, and there's my work there, and and like you you meet people that you would have never met otherwise because like, they're like oh I love your work and you're like I love your work yeah. and like it's such a weird feeling man. like that it's interaction it's when it all comes together yeah, then, yeah. and it's just like oh yeah like the people that I like they like my work like so I'm, I must be doing something right in this aspect like mm. um, but yeah no that that was honestly though, like that was the highlight of the entire year was like just just having a piece of art in public like yeah gave you, gave you the tourists oh, oh man after I think I, like genuinely I think I painted five paintings the next day Really, yeah. Like, literally came home, went to bed or whatever, woke up and was like, it's time to paint loads. The fire was lit then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, looking at them all and I was like, yeah, yeah, we can do this. And then the next day I was like, I might just watch a movie or something. Yeah, I might just yeah. uh, paint now for a week after that now. I'm burnt <laughs> I've out hit, after I've that. I've hit me quota like, yeah. for the week. That's me done now. Um, yeah, that's cool, man, because that was quite a big exhibition as well. Um, I had seen, I, I wasn't there personally, like, but I had seen, like, pictures uh, from the event and like on people's stories yeah. as well and it was absolutely um, it was jam-packed like so there was a lot of people that kind of came through the football was, was quite high um, there are going to be ups and downs in the in the, the art world <laughs> as well like and in, in any kind of creative whatever you do and probably more downs as well like and it's probably all self-perceived but um, the whole kind of essence of this podcast is to it's, it's great seeing it's like social media it is you, you get you it's great seeing all the highs and the yeah, highs yeah, are very that's, high. Yeah, but saying. no one ever shows the lows as well. Like, is there certain kind of instances of like creative block and I hate labeling it at that as well. Like, and I probably need to take it out of the description, but uh, <laughs> not even creative block, but like Joe just bits when you're like stuck in a rut. Like, and you have to be, like you said, after the exhibition, you painted like five paintings in, in the one night, like before yeah, you went yeah. to bed. And then there's obviously times then where you're just going, this is bollocks. I can't, I can't, I, I can't paint anything. anything. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything. Like the sketchbook is lying there with a pen beside it, even before you hit a canvas. Like, um, have you got any kind of main instances of that, like that you can talk about? Like, or like I know it kind of happens quite a bit to, to artists as well. Like, so there's probably not no kind of standout ones, but generally speaking, like when you're kind of stuck in a rut, like how does it kind of get to that, and like how do you get yourself out of it? Um, yeah, like that. It is a constant flow of like being mad inspired and feeling very creative, motivated, and then like riding the low of it all, but. To be honest with you, like around winter, like January, February, 
um those are my most unproductive months of the year because i'm just i'm just like oh it's too cold to do anything i don't want it it's so dark like it is getting brighter obviously but it's i just have no motivation like there was maybe i think it was maybe like three years ago four years ago i didn't paint for two months no it must be about three years ago i didn't paint for two months and those two months man i was I didn't know what to do with myself. Like genuinely <laughs> yeah. was like, what am I doing? Just walking into walls. Like, and like, <laughs> like my mood was so altered because yeah. I use painting as like a form of therapy, if you like, because it's like, it's just me and the painting. It doing. is, well, it's already expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like my mood was all weird. Didn't really want to do anything. Um, Like not just art wise, like socially or anything. Um, Had just no motivation to do anything. And anytime I'd be like, oh, I'll go paint. I was like, oh no, I just can't be arsed. Like, and then one day I was just like, I'm going to paint today. And then painted for like two or three days and was like, oh yeah, like, life isn't actually that bad, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's weird, like how it is such a an up and down and there's, I, I personally think there's a lot more downs and ups because of Instagram and stuff like that, you see so many, like, you're exposed to all this mad work all the time and like, oh my God, this person has uploaded six paintings that have taken 100 hours each in the last yeah. three days. And you're like, how does this person do that? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Instagram. It's, it's yeah, but it's I, all I a think, perception. Like I think what yeah, exactly. It's all perception. And I think what you don't see is that they're probably working three jobs just to pay the bills as well. Like yeah, they, yeah. they might be putting them on Instagram, but they're not selling them. Like and I think like you can take pride as well. Like you, you are selling yours. Like and it, like you might not be on like I don't know million followers or whatever. <laughs> like as well. Like but there is a lot of the times like you don't see the back end of it as well. Like you don't see people oh, just yeah. like fucking crippled that anxiety not being able to paint or anything like that and I do get where you're coming from as well like with the winter months because it was 4 o'clock or something when I was texting earlier and it was pitch black yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it for someone like an artist like yourself who their work involves a lot of colours as well like when you're looking out the window even like it, first of all the weather show you can't go out yeah, but yeah. when you're looking out the window it's just grey and then dark early and like you, and you yeah, wake yeah, up yeah, it's yeah. dark you go to bed and it's pitch black then as well like and there are it, it's, it's very hard to draw inspiration from shit like that oh yeah it's like my my most productive time is in the morning, um, when hunt like when I'm just awake, mm. and I I can if I start painting then and I get in the grave or whatever I can paint for like eight or nine hours, um. But if it's dark out, like my motivation just starts like the second it starts getting dark out, I just don't want to paint because I'm just like I don't know what I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like you're saying with the colors and stuff that they're just not as uh, announced or anything. But I just I just don't want to paint once it gets dark. And it's really annoying because it takes yeah. so much like in the winter months. It's yeah. darker for a longer period of time, obviously, than, than it is bright. Um, so it's a pain in the hole, but yeah, well, you don't want to be like. I mean, if you only wanted, to, if if you only went to work when you wanted to go, you'd never be paid. You know that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot can be said as well for when you're painting as well. You, you don't want it to be forced. Oh at yeah. At the same time, yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. to feel like when you you don't want it, and you're just trying to do it anyway. You're like, it's great. Obviously, you get to work through stuff, and you do get to work out that rut as well. Like, but at the same time, you're like, oh, I'm after spending, I don't know, ten hours on this now, and. I don't even want to do anything. Yeah, like, yeah, well, it's obviously great to get that uh, the time to, yeah, in, like, to do the work and put in your hours and everything. But like that was one thing. Um, there just before COVID, I was lucky enough to be able to like reduce my hours and work to like three days a week type of thing because yeah. I was so active um, in the art and stuff. And I I was I was basically like in a two minds. I was like, do I take three days a week or do I just quit my work or quit my job and just paint full time? And I made a decision. I was like, if I paint full time, it's going to be such a like stress on me to to produce and sell work constantly yeah. because that's how I'm paying my bills. Like, oh, I get an electric bill. I need to pay that through a paint and I need, to, like, whatever. Yeah. All my money is going to then come through that and then obviously it comes into the side of, like, 
I can't be fucking dodging the tax man if I'm full time making <laughs> art. You know what I mean? Like, I can't I, I have to get like accountant? And I don't know. There's a couple of artists you can get. I don't know, man. Tax and everything, you never, know, never heard of him, man. I don't know what it's like dodging tax. Um, but yeah, like so, I was like, right, I'll do three days a week, and it gives me that base to cover, just like you know your basics, like whatever, whatever it is. Um, so I was like, that's a great decision because then I'd come home from work and I'd be like, yeah, I want to paint now, and it's oh, I can paint for the next four weeks and not sell a single thing. I can not create anything for the next four weeks. For yeah. And I still am good. Like, I'm still not being like, oh, Jesus Christ, my rent's due next week and I have 20 paintings sitting out in the hall there. And <laughs> What do I do with them? What do I do with them? Like, the landlord's not going to take 20 paintings as rent. But I think, um, I think that kind of gives you then... I mean, a lot of people born out very quick. Like, when, um, they, when they just jump straight to it and they're like, oh, like, I'm going to in the deep end and learn how to swim then. Like, it's... A lot of people can born out then and they... Like I said, I don't think they see the downs of it as well. Like, they're like, what am I going to do for grub here? <laughs> like, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I think that... It takes away from the freedom crate, which essentially is what is good about yeah, it. Is that yeah. you do have freedom, you do have like creative control as well. But if you're going to be working full time, it's like it's like commissions. Like commissions here, like you're fortunate enough where your commissions were fairly limit limitless. But there's a lot of people like where if it's if you're doing a commission, you're you're bound to time, you're bound to mm. like a certain a very limited like color palettes and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's like it's almost forced then as well, and then you kind of fall out all over. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the freedom, the freedom that you kind of get by doing your own work is is the most important thing, which obviously then is picked up then more so in the summertime as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's it's good. You're kind of not treating it as downtime either because it's like you have two jobs. So you're doing your your, your own job oh, in yeah, the mornings yeah. or whatever, or like three days a week, and then the other time it does allow you that time to to work through everything. But at the same time, it's like I'm not fully reliant on this yet. That's it. It's until like un- yeah. until. Art that's making me twice what I make in my job. I'm not quitting my job, like because, like art's so up and down, man. Like, you, like there'll be some weeks and or some months, and I'm like, oh yeah, like, Jesus, fucking, this is nice, whatever. And then there's like two months, three months go by, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I haven't really sold anything. And it's, it's not that it's, demo- it's not demoralizing at all because I'd I'd paint for another six years, and if no one bought anything, I'd be happy out because I've six years of work there. Um, but having that the liberty of doing that, like to be like. Oh yeah, I haven't sold anything. It's cool though. Like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't need to actually sell any work to actually, like, be me. Like, it. It is. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing when you sell a painting and you get this mad cash inject and, and you're like, oh yeah, sick. Let's buy a pair of shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like that type of thing. Like that. That it's is. It was quick as it's in. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, sound. There you go. Um, but yeah, no. It is having. It's just having that creative freedom and, and like other people work differently that they need that like that deadline to work towards that that's how they work and everything me i like if i have a deadline man like i'm just i'm just gonna procrastinate the shit over and then yeah, it'll it's come, all last minute then yeah it'll be last minute and then it won't be what i want or what i want it to be yeah. um whereas if it's just like do it do this as you want then it'll come out the best result because it's all natural like yeah so like with, with commissions kind of taking into, into consideration the commissions and like sometimes you just have to you force yourself to do it if it's someone's going to be paying you for it as well like but when you're kind of stuck in a rut as well at what point do you kind of like how do you define the like I know I was saying like how do you define done and all but at what point do you kind of consider yourself cool with the art again like Joe let's say you're, you're at being I don't know in a rough or a week or two or something like that and you just can't paint actually the winter for example yeah yeah I suppose when the weather picks up then and, and look it's it's like seasonal depression as well like, it's oh, a yeah, lot of people yeah, yeah. suffer with that like but maybe you can't wait until July to start painting again at what point do you start working through your shit then and then realising actually I'm kind of cool with this now and I've got to 
it kind of sparks it up again. It's like, it's the maddest things. Like, genuinely, I could go to an exhibition and see someone's work and I'd be like, oh, I have such a hunger inside me to paint. And then that'll just like literally just spark it. Or like, I'll hear a song that I used to listen to a few years ago when I was painting. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to listen Brings to that. Brings up all the good Yeah, I literally be like, oh yeah, I remember when I was painting that. I was like, I'm going to listen to that song and I'll paint away and then I'll back yeah. on that album and then it'll just go from there it's so weird the way it can like different things can spark it like i can i could be out one night and i'll see like a car drive by me and i'll be like oh lads i need to go home and paint um <laughs> like that type of thing like i need to go home and paint I have an idea in my head and then it'll just develop from there and i'll paint for six months like like yeah. it's it's annoying that i can't gauge it like i can't be like oh i'm gonna be really creative this month because if like that if i say that i'm not going to be rich creative that month yeah um it's just whenever um but then it's real nice because it can happen for really long periods of time that i'm just just flat out being like i just want to make things make things make things like yeah that's cool man and like with the the, the volume of work and now that you have kind of set structures on and and ways and means to be able to get yourself out of certain holes like when you're kind of stuck is there certain ways now that without having a checklist because obviously then that makes it boring like, yeah, yeah. And shit like that. but is there certain ways that like you approach a piece like and I, I know like with commissions you're given a brief and it's up to you to set the brief like but under their guidelines the, the buyer's guidelines but if it's for an uncommissioned piece and it can be as free as you like is there certain ways that you would approach certain artworks like or pieces that in terms of do you go sketchpad force or do you go digital force because I know you're you're kind of getting into the digital realm as well yeah, yeah. like um, yeah, no, it's all it's all literally just how I feel. Um, like, don't get me wrong, some, I've, I've sketched up some pieces and, like, I've done a few pieces with just spray paint and stuff. Um, and for that, I, I don't have the can control to be painting on canvas um, <laughs> for what I want to do, if you like. So I was masking tape and the shit out of the thing. And I'd sketched it all up, so obviously I wasn't free-bottled and loads of masking tape. And I was like, that was really nice. And then I'll do it again and I'll be like, oh, no, like, this is this is all over the place. Like none of my lines are clean here. And anytime I try to paint clean, clean lines, because my digital work is very much like all the clean lines and nice shapes, symmetrical and all. Um, but painting is just the complete opposite. Um, and like, honestly, like when I'm painting and it's for someone, I'm even more loose because I'm just like, yeah, this, this, this is, this is what I want here. And I know if the person has liked my work enough to reach out to me and be like, um, I'd like to commission a piece off you. I know they're going to be happy with if it's if it's like that and not organised or like in any way like been pre-planned, which is which is great because you know I can just like oh yeah I'm going to paint that for you now hold on, um, and then I can paint it and not sit there for sixteen hours crying up um, ideas for anything. Um, I love it like I like it's it's great having it so natural if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so you were getting into. We just spoke about like the digital phase there as well and you're kind of getting into the digital realm a little bit more now with like Procreate or Illustrator yeah, yeah, Procreate or Photoshop and all that stuff like can you see yourself going down that route a bit more and like starting to release release prints and everything um yeah like I any I've done I've done three prints um and they've all been digital work like they've because it's just it's just easier to make digital prints than try to get a scan of a painting that's high quality enough that you can print it yeah. um, and not be absolutely garbage um, shit costs money as well. <laughs> yeah, shit costs money, man. Like, shit, like to get a full, um, like render or not render, full scan of your painting is, yeah, it's not cheap. But um, so like I've done digital prints and I've really enjoyed them. And honestly, I like, I, I enjoy painting more, hundred percent, because it's it's a lot more expressive. But 
I love digital work. I absolutely love digital work. Um, like, like it is if if it's one of those things that I'm kind of looking into doing graphic design as like a career, like your stable nine to five type of vibe yeah. that you can get a mortgage on. Um, that kind of thing. Um, graphic design would definitely be one of those things. <laughs> it's not that easy. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't. I, <laughs> not, not in Ireland, is not. I, I can't imagine it's it's that easy. But like, do you know when you go into AIB and you're like, yeah, yeah, I sell paintings for a living, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah nice one, man. Enjoy renting out your mom's house for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, I can tell you what, graphic design doesn't pay that much. Either. <laughs> but, um, I've been in it a while. It doesn't pay that much. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I, I definitely, I like developing my graphic style or my digital style, um, and like having the iPad, um, and Procreate, like. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I don't want to sit out in the cold doing my painting. I'll sit on the couch with the lads and I'll just draw on my iPad watching a movie. And it's so cr- Like, I had a whack on before and it was like, Jesus Christ, about fucking 15 kilos. And it was like a big one of those ones that have the screen built into what you're drawing. Yeah. Um, but it was like 2010, maybe it was released. Um, and that thing was like, you need a full desk to put it on. Like, ah, oh, it's how unnecessary. You're, like, you're, the you're, setups you're, that you have today. Like, to, like, like sitting on on the couch with a blanket and my iPad and I'm just like, yeah, perfect. I can do everything here. Like, yeah. um, so it is, it's, it's different. Like it's, it is a lot more relaxing and I do a lot of digital work. Um, just sketching. Cause I, like I find it very hard to like sit somewhere and not sketch. Like even if I'm going through my creative block, I'll just sketch. Like I'll draw the same thing over and over and over and over again. Mm. Um, and like if I'm sitting somewhere and I don't have a pen and a pencil, I don't know, man, I don't have to move my hands in general, but just like, <laughs> you're telling man, I don't, <laughs> If I could get rid of my hands, I would, man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> if I could do this with just nubs, I would. Yeah, Swear. any photos you have, it's either if my hands are in a photo, they're photoshopped down. If not, they're behind me back or something. I don't know what to do. I was an awkward fucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's just like, I need my hands to be constantly busy, man. And having yeah. an iPad is great for that because you can, you never run out of paper. Like I, like, I don't know about you, but like I have so many sketchbooks at home, man. And it's just like, I got to a stage where I had like a big big stack of sketchbooks and I was like I can't keep doing this man because like it is great and all yeah. but like you nearly want to be just giving them away yeah like that's and it and then it just defeats the purpose like no I want to make something from this I'm not to spend the money it's on like, it as well. in sketchbooks like like it is amazing to have this big stack of sketchbooks and I've showed them to people and they're like holy shit like what do you, yeah. mean, what do you mean you drew all of, all of this Um, but at a certain stage I'm like I can't be buying a sketchbook every week like um, it just doesn't make just with storage even as well yeah, like, and it, look it's it's weird because I like over the years had had oh, countless amount of sketchbooks and then you're saying like oh, it's time to throw that out and then it's like oh, but I like that there's two pages in a hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah, page yeah, sketchbook yeah, yeah. like I have to keep the whole thing now as well because like, it's always good to reference back Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. always good to document everything as well like, and so you can see exactly where you're where you've been yeah how far you've came like, but it's uh, it's all down to stories as well like it's it's just oh, it man. kills you it kills you but with the digital as well you have the comfort of the undo button <laughs> oh like, man yeah it's nah like, I don't like that undo it's like that. this, this I've been drawn ages yeah oh I'll just undo that line and I'm like oh yeah now we can start again yeah Sick. yeah yeah now that's and a cost zero. Oh yeah and like, <laughs> yeah look wait I can make this in really high quality yeah perfect this yeah. can go straight on the ground no bother until it gets compressed to shit um, not to plug anything because I don't really want to be using not that I don't want to use the platform for anything in particular but um, plug. to plug like yeah, I know you, you do a lot of merchandise as well and oh, yeah, yeah. not to blog smoke with your ass but the jumper that I got off you that time that was I, I still wear it oh, man, most days like, honestly best quality jumper I've, I've ever had in my life that man. jumper I honestly think that's the most complimented thing that's ever, I've ever done in my life because yeah. I have people come up to me that bought that jumper like the original one that I did like three years ago maybe at this stage mm. And they're like, man, I still wear that jumper today. It's the best jumper I've ever had. And I'm just like... I was going to wear it today. It was only in the wash. 
Like a little fanboy going down. <laughs> Hidden faces, man. Um, but like, like it, it's actually like I love doing clothes because it gives, it gives people who like your work, want to support your work, um, want to engage with your work, a medium to do it in. Because like, let's be honest here, man. Paintings are like unattainable for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, like the price of art and every artist is entitled to set their own price to art. If you want to sell your art for a hundred grand, do it. Like that's, that's you've made it. You can you, get away with that. Go yeah. For go for it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, but like the price for paintings for most people, it is, it is yeah. a big purchase. And in, in today's time and everything else going on, people aren't going like, Oh yeah, I'll spend 600 quid in the painting. Like this is not. So it gives people that nice little like in between of like, I really like this person's art, but I want to support them, but I can't buy a painting. And you're like, Oh, well didn't I have t-shirts as well. Like, like it's, it's, I don't know, it's a nice, nice little, like, in-between on it. And then, like, when you see people, like, you see, I, like I've seen so many people just walking around, like, I'd be walking around town, and I'd be like, <laughs> I designed that t-shirt. Um, like, it's it's weird, like, seeing it interact in public with people, because, yeah. like, I've got messages off people being like, oh, I just ran into someone that was wearing one of your hoodies. And I'm, I, I see other people in the t-shirts and hoodies, and I'm going, they don't know me, <laughs> but they definitely know him, and I know him, but it's, it's just weird, like, it's yeah, like a yeah, little yeah. community or something, it's weird it is. Um, like, uh, like people have sent me videos, and they're, like, walking behind someone with a hoodie on, and I'm just like, man, stop recording yeah. someone walking in the road. <laughs> <Yeah. like." laughs> oh, I'm guilty of myself. <laughs> yeah, it, it has to be done. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, like, the, the digital sort of thing, and, like, being able to use the iPad and, and, and any kind of apps and, like, Illustrator and everything, that's obviously been the best, like, the best outcome of that. Sketches aside, and, and, being able to flesh out artwork and, and pre-plan stuff, the best out- outcome for that is the merchandise really. Oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. it's all, like, I, I do up a lot of designs on Procreate and then bring it over to Illustrator to put it in Vector yeah. um, so you can blow it up or whatever. And, like, yeah, like, I've designed so much stuff just sitting back, relaxing, just, like, not even being like, oh, I'm going to design a T-shirt today. I'm just, like, drawing something and then I'll be like, hold on, what if I bring this over onto a T-shirt? And I'm like, yeah, just mock it up, like. yeah, like this shit bangs. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah we'll do this. Let me ring someone. Hold on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I, I can even see. I went through like all the. I've released like fucking, jeez, man. I think I've released twelve t-shirts, three hoodies, six crew necks. Yeah, something like that. Like fucking like on a little bit of like just like bits and bob merch bits and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. And like I looked at like how it first was like the original hoodies, the circ, like the logo of it. Like that makes me sick looking at it now, man. I hate, <laughs> I hate looking at it, and like it's so annoying because I see it all the time. Um, Is that another face in that logo? Like <laughs> looking at yeah, it, yeah, like, <laughs> like I look at it and I'm like, oh, I hate shit, that guy's face. Yeah. Um, and but like seeing it develop into the face that's on like the the most recent black one, um, like you can see that development in it, and that's that's one of the most rewarding things in making stuff for me is like going from A to B, and you can see due to your line of work that you've got there like it's it's yeah. it's really rewarding um it's like yeah definitely that digital though has made made the clothes so much better or the ipad sorry has made the clothes um so much better because i can just yeah work, put more work out or like develop it more so it's safe to say then you prefer the physical work and the the expression and the freedom that painting itself like the physical painting yeah, yeah. in whatever medium you want to use um but because you have been using digital a bit more now in the last kind of year or two can you see yourself like looking to start down releases digitally? And I don't mean like prints and stuff because that's still a physical sort of thing. But like this just totally off, not even off topic, but like um, NFTs. And have you ever looked into NFTs? Man, I still, I'm not going to lie. They confuse the shit out of me. Oh man, like not going to lie. They, they confuse me in terms of like the, 
like I get the value being attached to them like that. It's your artwork being a physical or not physical. Like you've created this piece of artwork and that's totally fine. But I just don't get it, man. Like, like one one thing, and Jesus Christ, like I'm a hypocrite for saying this. Like I've bought Ethereum. Like I've I've bought and like do you know what I mean? I've dabbled. I've been a crypto. I've been a crypto bro. Um, (laughs) but um, like Ethereum, like fucks with the planet, man. Like in terms of like, like the world blowing up, whatever. Um, and then you're spending like fucking mad amounts of money on an NFT, which is just a JPEG of a fucking monkey. Yeah. Um, now, it's so volatile as well. Like it is. Like, go up and down. You don't know what it's, or... it's crypto. Like you, you can't be like, oh yeah, I'm banking on this. Like this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, you just can't. And by all means, I've looked into it. And then, but there's like your minting price and everything else. And I'd love to try it one day, but I don't know if I get any traction and if it would. Excuse me. Um, if it would do anything so like yeah I've, I've looked into it but i've never been like mad into it um that much now mind you if someone came along and was like do you want your own nft collection you just have to send me four jpegs i'd be like yeah man 100 let's, 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 yeah. let's do it like the whole thing um yeah. what yeah, let's try it yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's try it out mate um and then like the like when it gets sold on and all like in terms of that transaction like it's really interesting. It's it's amazing for digital producers, like a hundred percent. And if you make NFTs, not passionate at all. Like do whatever the fuck you want yeah. to do. Um, like hundred percent. But I just I don't know. Like like that. I painting is the thing that if I had to pick a medium, it's it's going to be painting. Um, and I'll put most of my time into that. And I think if I was going into NFTs, I'd be like, I'm gonna have to go head first into this. I'm not gonna just drop an NFT and then half hours it like cool it like and be like, yeah, that's like we'll wait until this gets whatever. Um, but yes. no, like you ne- never say never. Like I'm, I think it's a, it's nearly an industry in itself. Like it's a it's a bleeding mad world. It is like and it's oh, I don't know because it's purely online and across social media as well. Like I think it does help to have such a big following, but it's kind of like the art world as well. A lot of like there's a uh, there's a digital artist. Um, I think he's from like Offaly or something. Um, Alan Bolton. Yeah, but he has been talking and talking about and getting involved in like creating NFTs for years before anybody couldn't even knew what they were. But he always puts up like, cause it's very anonymous as well. Like he puts up like he has every time he does a release of whatever, 25 editions, uh, he has this one buyer that buys like most of the stuff the whole time. Big Mike or something his name is. I just follow <laughs> on Instagram like so. But it's like, you almost have to have that like cult following as well. But it's yeah, just yeah, something yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know. I never really got into it. Like and to be honest with you, a lot of, there's a lot of like, contradicting views as well like like you said a lot of people are saying like it's the the ecological side of it as well like and then a lot of people are saying well it's the future it is what it is like and there's the metaverse and everything like that but I try myself to try stick to the physical side of things no, I know yeah. I work in <laughs> yeah, the digital yeah, yeah, side of things like in design like but it's a uh, yeah I don't know it's, that's, I was just interested to see if that was something you've, you've ever thought about or if you can see yourself going into that now it could be in five years time yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But, but it is just like it's one of those things, like I say, where you need to have some type of a following that are into NFTs, mm. um, because without it, you're just you're, like I don't know, you're you're minting things and they're just sitting there and like they're they're great pieces of work and everything else, but like you, like, it is one of those things you can't hold in your hand, like you can't go, yeah. I've created this. You can you can look it on your screen, that's cool and all, but like like the digital, like the VR, um, like. Uh, gallery space that people have been creating and um, there's an artist named Owen do you know do you know who Owen is no. um, he's a writer but he does like he does mad fucking NFTs man they're sick like they're Owen, Owen yeah he, like, he writes Owen like um, it's like mad swirly like whatever I'll, I'll, show, I'll show you later 
But um, like he's created like crazy gallery spaces in VR for his pieces, and you're like, I'd love, I would love to walk around in that. But the metaverse guys a shit out of me, man. Yeah, I don't like know. People spending two mil on like a piece of fucking land on a server. I'm like, to live beside Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I was thinking there in that instance. Like, yeah. Um, like it's mad, man. Yeah, the metaverse is just weird. Like, yeah, I think Adidas bought like a fucking super yacht or something like that. And it's like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't buy it. They a lot of ones and zeros. Yeah, they bought a fucking line of cows. Like, Get out of here. <laughs> and even then, it could be hacked. Um, yeah, it's such a weird one. I never really, I never really got into it. I never really understood it, and I, I don't really have any desire to. As well. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not yet, anyway. Like, but um, yeah, it's a weird one. I think th- what I found cool about it was there was I, I can't even remember like the other way is the board yacht club or board ape yacht yeah, club yeah, or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I don't even know what they are, but you know yeah. all them yeah, yeah, whippersnappers yeah. are getting into like <laughs> kids these days. Those damn Logan Pauls. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was one that it was like. Oh, you know, let's say it was a dog or something like that. There was 10, 10 versions of dogs, and one had like a a wooden toy plane or something like that. But that toy plane, if you had that one, you got free flights with American Airlines or something yeah, for yeah. ten years. And then there was one that had like a merry-go-round in it as well, like it was different colors, and that means you got free VIP tickets to Disneyland for ten years or something like that. So it was a lot of what comes with it rather yeah, than yeah, the piece yeah. itself. I think that's how they're so expensive. But at the same time, it's like how the fuck that's like orchestrating. A massive network of people yeah. just so you can sell 10 pictures you, you, can sell, you can sell your 10 JPEGs like yeah. click and save them man. don't it's need to buy them screenshot it yeah, right now. <laughs> edit in the photo app like be fine but, I mean, yeah I don't know it, like just yeah I suppose that's a possibility as well but um, what does the future look like for you um, in terms of like are you going to look into like shows or anything like that like in terms of like a solo show I've always wanted to like since I started painting um, I've always wanted to do a solo show but I don't think the body of work that I've I've created or worked towards to this day is good enough to be displayed publicly to as as a solo artist because like like that I've only been displayed once publicly and I think it'd be mad jump to go this is your first show or next your next show is all you um and like by all means if someone was like do you want to do it I could I could fill fucking four gallery spaces five got like, I, <laughs> I have the paintings like they're there um there's a stockpile of them but no like I'm just op- uh, open calls um and then just keep plugging away at that. And then, so if anyone's listening, give them a shout. If anyone's listening, would like some uh, nice paintings in their uh, gallery or in their house, even uh, bell bell me like. But uh, but yeah, yeah, no, that's it. I think there's yeah, I think there's there's definitely opportunity over the next year for unlimited amount of open calls in Ireland. But can you can you see yourself? And it might not even be in the next year, but like picking a team or something like that, and then just starting from scratch, a, a set of fifteen paints or something like that, and yeah, just doing yeah. a solo show. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've thought of that before. Like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've taught. I've taught in depth in like creating a body of work that's completely different to what I do. Not in terms of style wise, but like subject matter. Mm. Um, like it is hidden faces, but it is more than that. Um, hidden faces is just like the overall name for my creative process, if you like. Um, but there. Yeah. No. I've had thoughts of like having having a show that has uh, like a dialogue along with it. If you know what I mean. Like it's. It's not just like here's a lot of things I did in my back room. Yeah. Um, like it's actually like there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to it. It's it's a full experience, not just paintings on a wall. Like I'd like if I was to do, if I was to do a um, a shower and thing, and it was just me, I'd like to be a lot more um, like interactive. Um, that you like it's not just looking at paintings, and there is more to it. And I think that's really important for for doing a show by yourself is to to stand out from a crowd of because they're. 
like Ireland has Ireland has a dumb amount of incredibly talented artists like there's so many of them and like that from open calls yeah like you, you see how many people apply to these open calls like you know just one of the hashtag ones that are like open call whatever and you're like holy shit man there is so oh, many I've been, people I've been rejected for that from that from that many <laughs> yeah, like, I've lost count like and then that kind of gave me an idea of how many people are yeah, there's like there's shows like where there's 150 people in them and it's like how many people are applying to this yeah, yeah how many people, they're picking yeah. 150 people and out of all of Ireland, I didn't get picked kind of thing like, like what the fuck, man, that's the volume, the, the amount it's, of people that are actually applying to these. And like, and it's all good quality work, like. Yeah. Like, but like, it's, like for a country that, from what I can see, doesn't really care about art and culture, mm. um, in terms of like, you know, the politics at all. But on the actual art scene, like, there's such a buzz about it, man. Like, there's not like, Hang Tough is having shows every whatever, three, four weeks. And like, every show you go to. Yeah. It's banging like it's full. It's it it's on the street. It's every show you go to. There's loads of people at it. So the art scene in Ireland is it's booming at the moment, and there is so many opportunities. Yeah. Through everything, like like I know so many people who have been able to go full time artists. Like and that's that's something I never thought I'd really be seeing. Like in 2022, that like people yeah. are able to support themselves off the creative and the the artist grant that they've brought in as well. Like that's. That's sick, man. Like I know people who are like, yeah, hundred percent. I can now paint all day, yeah. like all day, and that's so great to hear. I can that. Paint any. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like you say, it's like I don't have to worry about this painting selling. I can still have me pot noodle at the end of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Ireland definitely has to drive. Look, it's not short to drive when it comes to pushing art and and with artists as well. Like I think it's it's bred into us. Um, but I, I just think what Ireland lacks is the space. Yeah, yeah. the space and the time to. For like for people to invest into it, like for and I don't mean the artist itself, but for people to actually willingly give up the premises or something like that for a week or yeah, yeah, yeah just have a location yeah. for whatever it is. Like because at the end of the day, I think we're, we're it kind of does boil down to money as well. And like we were saying at the start, it, that takes it away. That takes yeah, yeah, it away yeah. a lot of the magic that comes with painting with, or being your own creative, medium or yeah, whatever, yeah. Like being creative. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Like. Like it's. It's just you need locations and like there is there is so many locations but even like in terms of artist studio spaces and stuff like they're dwindling man like that's one thing I think is mad is there is so much artistic spirit in the country but in terms of like you know landlord bullshit like that it's like yeah, yeah we're, we're not, forcing do we not need more hotels or <laughs> that's it man do you know what we should do we should all just rent out hotel rooms at hotel room prices but use them as art studios yeah like I'll ring up to Dean and be like what's up I need six um rooms for the next two years all in one line yeah and I need them all there and I need them all in like south facing um, with a window in each of them right? and yeah yeah I'm sure we'll sort something out yeah, yeah, yeah Leo will sort that it kind of yeah I think it, it kind of like the beauty of it as well is that like like I said the drive is there but it, it kind of pushes people to nearly do like a have an underground kind of thing I remember when like me and Andy were playing like mainly Andy as well, like, but we were playing like Berlin. They were doing like the Berlin Blitzkrieg and yeah, it was like yeah. live painting as well and they did give up like artist opportunity, like a showcase. Oh, that's what, that's stuff, actually, like, like I was actually I was at two of them. Um and that was like one of the first time I painted. Like I remember painting live and I was like, Oh, this is fucking scary, man. Yeah. It was just before COVID and I only really kind of started developing my own style and um stuff like that. And that was sick, man. Like I, I people I met at like the two of them. Like I still speak to them today. Yeah. Um. And like it was just because they were like, "Oh, hey, man, you were painting. That's deadly." And then you just strike up a conversation with them, and yeah, from such a like it was what two hours or something you're painting for. Um. But I've like, like interacted with so many people from that to this day. It's like still like yeah. Um. But yeah, more things like that. Like that'd be deadly. I do see as well. Like with, like I'm just gonna use like 
the sky scene as a, an example like you can see like when they're doing like a magazine like Goblin or something doing a magazine yeah. launch they won't just do a launch like it's it's like you said they have to try stand out as well they it's they obviously have their own like the creative people and artists that mm. are creating all the videos there's the skaters themselves so they'll create unbelievable videos so that'll be like the main focal point but when you come in then it's an experience you go in you grab a drink and then you see art on show as well like, so they're yeah, given opportunity yeah. so I think it's just down to like we need more of that as well Shout Mark Finn yeah, Mark, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's killing it as well. No, nah, man, no, nah, Mark, Mark's, Mark's crazy, bro. He's like, done a lot of shit. <laughs> like, honestly, like, Mark's one of the people that, like, kind of got me into doing what I'm doing. Like, I remember Dill showing me, um, like, one of his drawings he did, and it was, like, the size of a one cent he did with, like, a 0 0.01 fine liner. Yeah. And I remember being like, that is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, so, oh, that's how I met him, was that, uh, um, I actually think, I don't know whether it was true. You lads are not, but I, I remember it was at, like, one of the exhibitions. Yeah, yeah. But I had I was only chatting for like a few minutes, and then I kind of just as it went on, then like the more events I kind of went, to, it's all down to networking as well. Like the more events I yeah, went, to, the more I yeah, seen yeah. them. Then it was like we were kind of familiar with each other then as well. Like and everybody kind of said, let's loose then a little bit. Then and it was like oh, then you can have a chat. Then it's not yeah, just, you can have a, a proper like. Well, chat, everybody's not, not trying to sell their shit then as well. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like oh well, I mean you're here enough now, like so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but it is all down to networking in Ireland. So, oh yeah, man! Like so, we're not lacking drive. We're not like lacking the crowd as well. Like, yeah, just the, and the volume of artists is just coming down to space and, and actually trying to set up shows as well yeah yeah you're trying to just set up like yeah. the structure to it that's the most difficult thing is setting up the structure to it all um, but no man like we just need to put out a plea like Kanye West and we just be like I don't know Mark Zuckerberg give me two millionaires <laughs> just begging for it Johnny Depp please buy my art off eBay yeah. please um, yeah I think we're Jesus that was a that was a quick hour um, I normally like to finish off the episodes with and not to sound mad cliche or weird about it, but like advice to your younger self. And like I already said, I don't want to sound uh, too repetitive, but it doesn't necessarily have to be to your younger self. It can be to the next generation of artists yeah, yeah. or current artists as well that like you're, you're familiar with or in your own network. And uh, anything that you know now that you wish you kind of knew when you were starting off. And um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, no, like, like number one thing, man, like and I've always taught this, and like so like I've always had the idea in my head and as I've grown up I've developed it more of just like being original man like it's so difficult in a time where you're overexposed to so much art and so much like like through social media mainly of like these people finishing their pieces and you're going oh I might take a little bit of this or like oh I like their colour palette what if I try something like that Um, it's all about just having a, like trying to be original like anything I paint is not from reference I don't use reference images in anything because if I paint a reference image, I've there's someone else's like I could be painting a piece of clothes, but I'm painting it from my head, not from an image, because it'll be my, in my head then. Um, and I think that's something that like is a big problem with today is just there's so much you, you're comparing yourself to, and you're oh my work doesn't look like this, and it doesn't look like this, and oh like this this person's work is selling, and it looks like this, and I have to try to tailor it to this. Um, it would just be just be original like I can't, that's such a fucking like bell end thing yeah to say, you don't really like, like, <laughs> just be original bro why can't you have an original thought try your best um, yeah <laughs> like can you not do this but yeah. um, but just like try not to compare yourself to anyone like anyone at all like it, like everyone's on different journeys in art like you could have painted the day like started painting the day or before or after someone that person one day ahead of you in terms of their journey of what they're making so it's going to mm. be different than yours Um, so just like just can't compare yourself to anyone because they could paint with matchsticks and you could paint with, yeah. I don't know, ash or something. Um, 
it's just it's just yeah that's the most important thing for me and it's always anything i ever paint if i look at it and i'm like oh geez this kind of looks like this i'll just be like no fuck that um just basically yeah yeah and i think use social media don't let social media use you yeah, yeah exactly that's a, like, yeah, well. yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. common thing that a lot of people are saying to me as well it's um, not, yeah exactly don't yeah, let kind you of, yeah, because I think you're over consuming stuff there, and we've already touched on it as well uh, half an hour ago, or whatever. But it was like <laughs> you see so much all the time, and it just doesn't stop. That you just see it, like it, save it, share it, whatever, and then it's gone. Yeah, but yeah. Then in six months' time, you could be painting something, and then it's it's in the back of your head, yeah, that, and then you in. you start to think that it's yours then as well. Like so, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's always good to develop a strategy to be able to sell your showcase and sell your your artwork online as well, but. It can't be everything about art. Like it's, exactly. At the end of the day, it's you're making art. You're not. You're not trying to network or be, like advertise yourself. It's you're you're yeah. doing this, and then the afterthought of it is to do that with it. Like, um, yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Sweet. So I think we'll wrap it up there. And um, before we do wrap it up, do you want to plug anything? Social media, or whatever. Ah, I know we just big shit all over Instagram. Like, <laughs> love Instagram. Absolutely love it. Mark Zuckerberg, cut me that check. Um, but yeah, now there's hidden <laughs> underscore faces with a Z on Instagram. Yeah, man. See you around. Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the Thanks show. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Appreciate you coming down. Awesome, bro. Thank awesome. you.